you to the newly expanded Get This with Tony Martin and Ed Cavalli. Morning, everybody. I'd love to tell you what's on today's show, but uh, a beautiful woman has just walked past the studio <laughs> and has turned into the Benny Hill show in here. <laughs> ah, Dave, you probably have no idea what we're doing today. <laughs> what do you? Is that up, Tony? <laughs> uh, I can tell you that thankfully we've had our first car through the living room. <laughs> oh, for the year? Yes. It's an Australian tradition that's continuing in 07. Uh, we'll also be finding out which is Australia's top cape shop Good. in preparation for our, uh, well, Capril. Mm, so much sizzle. It's going to uh, take off. Thankfully, Victoria Beckham has had enough of skinny models. Oh, really? <laughs> Have you gone out with a nutbag? We'll be That's asking that today. Uh, Ryan Shelton's going to be dropping Ring in. the alarm. Talk a bit of sense. Uh, we'll be testing different sleeping tablets on here. <laughs> Apparently, Russell Crowe, really? David Hasselhoff, the usual suspects, they're all in today. Uh, it's on Get This, of course, where for the next two hours we'll be... Holding women's underwear like trophies. That's those chisels. Good morning, everybody. It's Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. Myself, uh, radio's Tony Martin. We've got uh, TV's Ed Cavalier. Hello, good morning. How are you? And, of course, internet phenomenon Richard Marsland yeah. pushing buttons. Marsland. What a show it's going to be today. Ryan Shelton's coming by on the mm, second hour. Shelbos. And we, uh, I'm not sure what the competition's going to be. Okay. But we have got a fantastic new prize pack. Including a loaded spear gun, uh, a shotgun, a large amount of ammunition, um, knives and uh, an electronic uh, cattle prod. Oh, so, I don't know, Secret <laughs> Sound, maybe that could come back. Nice to see Shane Warne doing some work on the news there. <laughs> really sounds like him. Ooh. Oh, it's the squeakiest oh, studio on radio. We like that so much. Uh, morning. We're trying to help people out today, do some good for once on this program, mm. and that's why we're heading slowly, inexorably towards mm. Capril. Momentum. The month it's we're gaining momentum. Everyone in Australia is yep. going to be wearing a cape to work. Let's say everyone in the Pacific Rim. Spread it out. Yep. International Capril. Okay. Why not? Great, great, great. It's apparently for charity, although we've yet to locate one. Is it for charity? I'm not sure. Jeez, that's good. If it's too hard to organise, it won't be. No. It'll we, just be for our own gain. We just want to see people walking up the street in capes, <laughs> basically. Much. But not too soon. Don't do it now. You look like a weirdo. Wait not, till everyone's doing it. Not in Lebuary, <laughs> our celebration of Lebanese culture. <laughs> Wait till Capril. Uh, we're going to call that Cape Shop. Mm. Just get dialing, Mr. Marsland. Right. Okay. Dial away. And the, the Cape Shop I was talking about the other day, I thought it was just Capes. Yeah. Wrong. It's the House of Capes. Much better name. <laughs> Much better name. Because House of Capes, you could, you, you know, cause you, could have a, you could have a moo-moo section if you needed to. Yeah, sure. You know. Oh. Okay. okay. Here we go. House of Capes, Kitty speaking. Hello, Kitty. It's uh, Tony Martin, Ed Cavalli, Richard Marsland from Radio's Get This. How are you this morning? Oh, Hello. <laughs> Is it still this morning? It is. Yeah. Okay. Well, do you think this might be pre-recorded? No, I don't. I don't, I don't oh know. no, it's all live on this program. Oh my god, I'm already on the on the on air. Yeah, it's going out. How's the uh, How's the House of Capes this morning, Kitty? Oh, fantastic! Really? I've got both the doors open. Yes. Mm -hmm. Doors open. How many customers would you get of a morning coming in to try on a cape? No, it's it doesn't really work only like that. No. Oh. People come and try on, or they've heard about us, or. Um, yeah, they've seen our capes in different parts of um, Melbourne, Victoria, sometimes mm. other parts of the globe. Mm. And so it's sometimes like a process at other times, like the other one last, I think two days ago, a courier came and dropped something off and saw the cape and bought it. So oh, oh, there's a rush really? on. 
So do you think our idea of Capril could take off? I mean... Fantastic. I mean, are the mini cape shops in Australia? I mean, if we're going to really... You know, we don't want just one or two. I mean, this is going to have to be... I think I'm the only one in the Southern Hemisphere. Oh, well, really? in Australia. I've got an idea, Kitty. Yes, go what, for what it. What if we were to, you know, like to, to shell out a school bus, right, and to have like an impromptu bus capes and we drive it around to country areas and to capital cities, fitting the locals with capes? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Now, I noticed your website, uh, you're pushing several different styles, the classic, the slimline, the freedom and the great escape cape. Yes. <laughs> Uh, do you have anything more straightforward, just like, yeah. say, a superhero-style yeah. cape? Mm. I don't know what a superhero-style cape is, uh, well, but we can simplify anything. Hang on, you work at a cape shop and you don't know what a superhero's cape looks like? I haven't seen what you're talking about. Superman? The- Perhaps you've seen a man called Superman. Oh, that one. Yeah, the, the, that would be related to um, probably an escape or... Uh, um, a classic cape. Yes. Yes. How many do you think you could stock? I mean, how many would you have in the warehouse right now? I don't have a warehouse. I just have a tiny little shop right. just off Chapel Street opposite Brantown Hall. There we go. Okay, was there a run on capes uh, with the passing away of James Brown recently? James Brownlee? I don't know him now, either. James Brown, the godfather of soul. Oh. Please, um, please me. I don't know. <laughs> he must have seen him leaving stage and then... <laughs> falling to the ground and then someone putting the cape over him, yeah. lifting oh. it off and he bursts back to the mic. <laughs> oh, there you go. Well, they had the right idea of putting the cape over him, didn't they? I, you see, ever... I went to the Liberace Museum in Las Vegas, Kitty, <laughs> yeah. and Liberace had a 200-pound cape that was bedazzled from yeah. here to forever. There do you, you go. Any, and do you get any requests for some bedazzled action? Well, we make the basic, and then I discovered that other people also have ideas, so I didn't have to design anything really uh-huh. fancy or anything. We can mm. co-design, you know? We can okay, have the basics, okay. and idea. then we can co-design. Mm. I find it extraordinary that somebody who works in a cape shop doesn't know about the James Brown story mm. or has yes, never seen I, a superhero. Well, there you go. I'm a very, um, yeah... You're just about the capes. I've been overseas for nearly a year, so... Ah, that's fair enough. (laughs) And, um, yeah, Superman, you know, he's he's only big in Australia. And do you, uh, (laughs) when the Birdman rally's on, do you get a lot of people coming in wanting you to kind of, you know, uh, maybe take the bed sheet in a little bit, create a little hook for it, just so that they really launch off the jetty, they can get get some proper lift? Um, well, we could do that if okay. they wanted us to. We can do anything. We just need to. Um, we need to work together with. I'm the designer and the owner, and whatever people want, we can, we can probably work Is out. Right, H- have you had any reports of upcapings uh, recently? <laughs> have or da- I had what? Or, or any upcapings or down cowlings at all <laughs> around Australia? No, okay. not really. You've Good. been overseas for a while. There's yeah. been a lot going on. <laughs> Is there a safety issue with a cape? I mean. Uh, I don't know if you saw the film Incredibles, but, uh, <laughs> yes. you know, obviously you could get caught in a car door. You could be dragged a couple of blocks. I mean, well, it, well, that's it, the danger with Capril. We're trying to help people, but there are safety issues. Well, it depends on how the fastener is at the neckline. There the we fastener, go. It's the all fastener. about the fastener. <laughs> so we've got inside pockets, so you don't need pockets. to fasten it up. Pockets. I must say these capes, and I, I like how on your website you don't say put one on. You say that the correct term is to swirl on a oh, cape. Absolutely, swirl and that's, on a cape. That's part of the fun. It is part of the fun. That is part of the and fun. And it can be achieved with just a bath towel because I don't want to price. <laughs> yeah, you can do a bath towel too. I don't want to price capril out of the market. I don't want to make it something highfalutin. <laughs> no. I want everyone to be able to take yeah. part.
enough. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Well, thanks for talking to us today, Kitty. Come and swirl one on. I'm, I'm, at, um, I'm at the Victorian Arts Centre on Sunday oh. morning. Sunday. I'd be quite happy oh, yeah. to come and swirl one on. All right. Yeah. And uh, is there a website, Kitty? Well, yes, you've seen the website. Houseofcapes.com, yes. Richard. Of course but it is. It's best if you want to email me, just uh, do kittycapes at hotmail.com. Oh. Kittycapes at hotmail. Look, I went for that email address, and now I know who's got it. Thanks. Uh, who's Jeff Capes? Does Jeff? somebody call oh, Jeff Capes? Is that a darts player? Not sure. I'm sure he probably wears a cape. Mm-hmm. Would, would John Howard ever put a cape on, do you think? Uh, the answer oh, is yes, I do. Good if he did. He'd <laughs> <laughs> be okay. wonderful. Yeah. All right, well, we'll keep him. wears capes, of course. Certainly. Well, we're not, we don't want to go upmarket too much. No, no, no. This no, is, no. This is capable for everybody. That's true. Absolutely. It's the people's capable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yep. be, uh, I've made capes for people in wheelchairs, for homeless people, for intended homes of court, for all sorts of people. Homeless people drop by for a cape? Yeah. And well, it's happened in the past. Fantastic, right? Okay. Yeah, and That's then they do cool. some work with me, and then the exchange is a cape. Can I right. do your windscreen, please? Mind the cape. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank All right, you, Kitty. We'll be in contact as our bad scheme takes off and uh, probably eventually peters out. Have uh, fun. We'll be back with more in a moment. I'll get this. That's the killers here at Triple M. Let's get this around the nation. Thank you very much to Ketty from the House of Capes for speaking to us. Jeff Capes was apparently a British weightlifter and strongman. Best thing about strongmen yeah. is how useful they are. Oh, they get yeah. so strong. And if you ever need a large boulder mm. placed on a pedestal, there you go. By a bloke and twirly moustache. <laughs> That's the strongman look. That's another good look. Maybe we can have a month based around the strongman look. Because I don't know if Capril's going to take off. I don't know. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, it's, it seems like from Kitty's point of view, it's all right for the royalty and the homeless, but no one in between. Mm. <laughs> needs to be good Cape weather, though. I think summer is mm, sort of more Slight breeze, man. Yeah. Slight breeze is what you want. There's not a lot of support for Lebuary, I have to say. Really? <laughs> what ideas do we have for January? Um... Flanuary. That was very poor. <laughs> Vanuary? Okay. Vanuary? Oh, yeah, I'm into that. Ratanuary. <laughs> Jackie Chanuary. <laughs> Ku Klux Klanuary. Ah, That'd be popular. There we go. We had no good January ideas. Nope. So, Tone, did you know that you are currently 55% Emilio Estevez? How's that? One of our friends has emailed in here. Oh, and, not uh, combining lookalikes. No, no, no. Tamara has emailed in. It's a website called myheritage.com, which she did email me about a number of times last year, and I didn't mm. know how to work it, so I just ignored them. Yeah. She's got. She's brought them in. You are 55% Emilio Estevez, 63% Larry David. Thankfully, you're 57% Yoko Ono. <laughs> Where's the math in that? That balances it out. <laughs> Look at that, Rich. He genuinely looks like Yoko Ono. I've never okay. seen it before. My wife accuses me of being 100% Larry David. Oh, really? Pretty much everything I do just triggers that music. <laughs> that <laughs> <laughs> we should have that music queued up for Ryan Shelton today. Mm, That's a bit of that. He loves that music. He's coming in in the next hour. Big stories. Yeah. Uh, I haven't done enough of this yet. What about Russell Crowe? What's he up to now? Ah, oh, what's he? What, what, he's got a role? Is he's he acting or, doing or a chucking? <laughs> a new, well, combining the two in a new version of Robin Hood. That's what we need. A new version. Hopefully there'll be two in a row like there was last time. <laughs> Remember that? The Kevin Costner one came out. And Prince then, of Thieves. Yeah, yeah, and then the English one came yes. out. Well, within three months of each other. With Patrick Bergen, I think you'll find. Patrick Bergen. Some good seen? capes in that. Oh, he got great capes. But no, Green. this is going to be a new version. Yep. Where, you know how every 20 years someone will do a revisionist Robin Hood? Yes. Here comes this one. Sheriff of Nottingham's the good guy. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. And that's Russell Crowe. 
good guy. Russell Crowe is the Sheriff of Nottingham. Who's playing Robert? Uh, Clive Owen? Does anyone matter? No. No, it doesn't matter really. Screech from Saved by the Bell? It's all about Russell. Okay. It's going to be called Nottingham. Uh. And he'll get to do... Will he be doing the voice? I will not rest until this Robert of Loxley, this bastard son of a bastard father, (laughs) has been brought to justice in this... Our most merry England. There's the Oscar clip. That's that's the Oscar clip. (laughs) Hot stuff. Hot stuff. He's after you because of that Kenny... uh, Not Kenny Loggins. (laughs) Because of that Kenny Larkin thing. Yeah. You're in deep trouble. Yeah. Next time he comes around. He can do any... Would he work as... uh, Could he do, like, I don't know, Dude, Where's My Car? Oh, yeah. Would that work? These awesome buds. I brought about the most foul disappearance of my beloved chariot. <laughs> he can make anything work. For anything works with yeah, Russell Crowe. Although it's a fine line mm. between Russell Crowe and Sam Worthington. Oh, it's just one of them daggers I see before me. One of those daggers of the mind. Oh, that's Shakespeare like it was meant to be done. It's dueling gruffs. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Have a go, Richard. Of uh, Sam Worthington? Mm. Or Russell. Something, just do the something from The Big Lebowski. Yeah. Your favourite line from The Big Lebowski. A la Crowe. Nice marmot. <laughs> nice marmot. What do you think? Sure. I don't know. Yeah, it works for me. That's going to catch on. I don't know if we've got enough months this year. Mm. What other months can we come up with? What have you got time? I know Star Trek fans are working towards August. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Oh, I thought of one. Cocktober. What do Great. we do? A month-long celebration yeah. of the work of poet and filmmaker Jean Cocteau. You thought it was going to be rude. <laughs> you thought it was going to be rude. I was getting ready. <laughs> I was wondering what the parade might be like. Crap timber. Let's celebrate crap timber. What happens there? A month of crap jokes. Oh, hang on. Has right. it started already? <laughs> we reached crap timber early. <laughs> so here we go. Cars crashed through uh, at the front living the living room, thankfully. It's the latest craze in Australia. It took off last year. There wasn't a single week where someone didn't drive their car through someone's lounge room. No, and have a look at this. They haven't, they've gone through, they've done the smart thing and they've mm. avoided the brick fence because that's where you lose a lot of momentum. You lose a lot of traction and the fence. <laughs> and they've gone straight for the, the French doors because yeah. they're glass. Right. He's got his whole car in. Fantastic. Look at that. It's only the bumper bar sticking out the back. <laughs> That's an Olympic standard. Yeah, nobody's been heard, of course. And they always start the same way. Ricky Devereaux thought he'd be sitting down to watch just a normal night of television until the 60, you know, the 91 Magna came crashing through his living room. I just think, what's that thing they have where cars drive around and around in a circle? NASCAR? That's it? Yeah. Or that other one? The Grand Prix. Grand Prix. <laughs> Tedious. Yeah. Round and round yeah. in a circle. Yeah. And I don't understand why people would go, because you're just going to see the bits where loud. it goes it's past yeah, for one yeah, second. Yeah, yeah. Okay, why not add the element of having to drive through the front of a house? Uh, and at just, what, random intervals just pushed out onto the track? <laughs> Extra points for crashing through someone's lounge room. <laughs> Extra suspense. All right. Houses with families watching television dotted around the course. <laughs> We've had some more calls. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Ah, not bad. Is that going to work? Uh, we had February. Yeah. What's that? Frocktober. Frocktober's not bad. And after April, dismay. <laughs> dismay. Yeah. Some calls coming through. Don't get dismay. Yeah. I get the feeling there will be dismay after April. Okay. November. Would that work? <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised the people at Schweppes haven't gone with Schweptember. Isn't ah. that just on a plate waiting for them? Oh, just, you know what, Tony? So if somebody, all, all of a sudden, I heard all of the hands stop over at Schweppes HQ and, and people running as fast as they can, pushing each other, knuckle-dusting each other right in the face to get to their boss's office to, to claim that one. 
Jeez. <laughs> Good ideas. All over that. Plenty of them. More to come. Here we get this. And it'd be Smash Mouth. Here we get this around the nation on Triple M. Thanks to everyone who emails us in. How good are the emails on this show? Doing the work. This woman, uh, oh, I'm not sure what, uh, is the word Surin? Is that a... Surin? Is that a female or a male name? Um, Surin. The ambiguous S writes to us to say, uh, have you seen this new show on TV, Ugly Dave Grey's Anatomy? How did we miss that one? How did we miss that one? (laughs) Fighting about with Ugly Dave Grey water, the real gold was staring us in the face. Thank you very much, Surin. It's, it's times like this I wish we had prizes, Tone. Yeah. You know? We that deserve have... more than a thank you. We've got a bad prize pack today. Oh, do we? Say. Do you have that prize pack? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Poor right. old Rich. Good on you, so Richard. So much work to do. Yeah. If you'd gone onto the shebang, you would have been a lot faster than this, buddy. <laughs> Tone, oh, that call that we made earlier. Yes. Live. Mm. Have we learned a lesson? <laughs> what is that? Not to do them live? Yeah. <laughs> It was quite long. <laughs> it was quite long. <laughs> Took some unexpected turns yeah. too. Yeah. But I'm glad we... And I had people listening for the first time ever to the show today. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah. That'll okay. teach you. That'll teach me. It's, it's good that we're prolonging it now, though. Yeah, good. Okay. Our prize pack today is rather poor and uh, sadly... Including a loaded spear gun, uh, a shotgun, a large amount oh. of ammunition, um, knives and uh, an electronic uh, cattle prod. Yeah. Is that all that's in the prize cupboard at Triple M today? A loaded spear gun. It, it, the, the electric cattle prod is one of the funnier weapons, <laughs> isn't it? I mean, it's like... Hang on. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's, the, it's the weapon that a lot of video games have. You know, oh. like you're running down the street. I think it's ma- Road Rash on the Sega Games Machine. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. You would have a drive. cattle prod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'd be driving along on a motorbike and you yeah. could take someone out with an electric cattle prod. It's great. And what? it disables yeah. the bike as well. What uh, What's funny about getting cattle prodded, Rich? <laughs> Not much. <laughs> but on the scale of weapons, generally. Let's, um, cattle prod, one of the funnier weapons. We, if we could get one, Rich... I'd love to give you a go. Have you seen any news? We could do with one in this studio. Right. <laughs> there was some news footage floating around a while ago, which was all these news reporters trying out the new Taser stun gun. Brilliant. In the new in the US, and right. it was just basically road testing that. Oh. Do you remember when they brought out capsicum spray? Yeah. And the toughest guy in yeah. the uh, in the NYPD was like, "I'm going to take a." Show this capsicum spray. They can spray it in my mouth as well if they want. They won't bother me one second. And they, he, there was a guy kind of like he sort of menaced towards someone, yeah. and they went very calmly went, mm, "See ya." And yeah. he just lay on the ground crying for forty minutes. Ouch. Have you tried uh, using capsicum spray to zest up a summer salad? <laughs> <laughs> really does. Really, it's a top old uh, zest up. Hey, you talking about clips off the news? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Mexican wave. Uh, something yeah. that happens at the sports. I understand. Yeah, been banned. Yeah. What's that about? Are you for that, Ed Kevin? I don't like Mexican waves because it means you're not paying attention to the game. No. So I'm against them. Right. Okay. There's a lot of accidents that occur. What? what no, really? What is the danger there of a Mexican There isn't any wave? danger. Is it that your hand's going to go up someone's nose behind you? Maybe. Something like that. You might uh, inadvertently upskirt someone oh. in, the, uh, right. in the row behind you. I didn't realise what kind of slapstick accidents could occur. There aren't any. During... A Mexican wave. Have a listen to what happened to one bloke at the MCG last weekend. He was hit full on in the face by a pie that was thrown during a Mexican wave. Now, I ask you, is that the sort of behaviour that we as Victorians want to condone in cricket? Okay, now, he's, there's, two, there's two questions there. <laughs> sure. Right. First, is, is it the kind of behaviour we want to, as Victorians we want to condone in cricket? Am I the guy getting hit in the face? If the answer to that question is no, then oh, yes. Yeah, right. And if the answer is yes, then probably not. <laughs> That is wonderful. How do you? How do you? Firstly, how do you throw a meat pie and not have it break in your hand? It didn't mm. say meat pie. I'd <laughs> like to think it was the old-fashioned <laughs> vaudeville <laughs> custard pie. 
held during the frenzy of a Mexican wave. You know what I mean? It's like disguising an assassination during a oh, riot. That stuff. Someone's custard pied someone during the wave. Can we just hear that clip again? Mm-hmm, certainly. It's got a beautiful kind of poetry to it, this sentence. Have a listen again. He was hit full on in the face by a pie that was thrown during a Mexican wave. Now, I ask you, is that the sort of behaviour that we as Victorians want to condone in cricket? I love the rhythm. <laughs> I was hit full on by a pie. No, full on, full on, in, the full face on in the face by a pie during a Mexican wave. I like to think it's a, it's a, like a really big, ornate lemon meringue pie <laughs> that took three or four people to get up and launch. And it's just... Because like, do you think he did that thing tone yeah. where he had to, you know, scoop the, out of his, scoop the, the pie out of his eyes and yeah. blow it out of his mouth? And shake his fist at yeah. the departing wave! <laughs> <laughs> what other big legal uh, stories? Can I just say that I'm gonna, I would like to say that if you're in a Mexican wave, yeah. chuck some stuff. That's good. That's good. That's good sound bites. Okay. Let's see what else we can get going. Yeah, uh, I got hit full on in the face by a water balloon filled with custard during a Mexican wave. Now I ask you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, legal stories. Listen to this. John Farnham's manager, Glenn Wheatley, appeared um, in court yesterday charged with tax evasion. Uh, no. While next door, Kerry DeCarnawa was up on charges of John Farnham evasion. <laughs> <laughs> Very odd coincidence. <laughs> uh, more big legal issues coming, along mm. with... Uh, have you ever gone out with a nutbag? Right topic. Coming up. Get this. Filmed in a $20 a night Thai hostel. Brought to you by As Yet Nobody. Around the nation. And if you're just joining us, we're thinking of new months. Pre-ops January. Is that going to work? Don't know. It's a lot of commitment for one month. It really is. <laughs> it's a big change. And you've missed it too. Oh, yeah. True. <laughs> I had Ricky May. but Ooh. Oh, Ricky May. But I don't know if it's too soon. You know, where we celebrate the... Yeah. Wonderful life of music mm. of Ricky Martin. See how we let you hang there? <laughs> Thanks. No one said anything. I once got on a plane and saw the stewardess removing the armrest between two seats so that Ricky May could sit down. Wow. That's true. Okay. Do you have to pay for two seats? Okay. Now, my uh, friend uh, my friend Josh, who lives in, in the States, he, he he's on about this all the time. He flies all the time. Right. And he's one of those guys that consistently brings bags that are too heavy. Oh, yeah. And he's quite a thin dude. Mm. And he has always maintained, so why can't I bring this on? Because of the weight, sir. And he thinks that if you show up to the airport and you are a large man or a large lady and you've got a small bag, that's the same thing. Right. So he says that they should get rid of the scale with the bag and you and your bag should have to stand on the scale. That's a good idea. That is great. Yes. So then, you know, trying to think of a fat person where it won't be offensive. (laughs) (laughs) Robbie Coltrane. There we go. He's just taking on a pencil case. Yep. John Cooper Clark, a car (laughs) that would balance out. I don't know. Okay, we need some music at this point. Okay, Uh, I'm not going to play it. It's just going to, it is what it is. (laughs) Two, three, four. That's the fray. How to save a life. Here again, this around the nation on Triple M. Let's get straight up Talkback Mountain. Faint yodeling in the background. <laughs> it's just great stuff. Uh, what are we talking DJ about today? Pots hey, and pans. What about your old uh, housemate, oh, John? My homeboy, John. Yes, I, I, uh, I, I have. You know, I saw him last night. Yes. Does he know we've been talking about him on the show? He loves it. Yeah. Uh, I, I, t- I, t- I took him to a, a party last night, and mm. I spoke. I, I spoke to him on the phone. Right. 
And I said, what have you been doing? He goes, oh, well, you know, not much. Uh, you know, I've just been writing for The Age. My column's taken off. I oh, said, oh, that's good that's news, nice. Johnny boy. He's got a column in the Melbourne Age. Yeah, he's writing a rant uh, about that uh, that cover that uh, Shannon Knoll and, um, and oh, Izzy the, from Neighbours did. Don't yeah. give up the yeah, old the, Peter Gabriel K. Bush one. The butchery. Yeah. He's written a uh, he's written an article, a rant about it to me in this Sunday's Age, okay. which will be worth a look. And I was like, well, mate, your life's going pretty well. And he goes, yeah, and I'm... Um, um, yeah, I'm dating a life coach. Right? I'm dating a life coach? I said, you what? Yeah, here we go. The old, the, the old gold, you know, the old material gold mine is paying off. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure said, he won't mind us talking about it. Oh, he loves it. Uh, and I said, oh, so what's, what happened? He said, oh, yeah, we went out on a first date. Um, she said to me, uh, what's your five-year plan? The date's over. Um, and I went home and I wrote my five-year plan. And I, I went back and gave it to her. And without reading it, she tore it up in my face. <laughs> What's that about? Is that part of the life coaching process? Yep. Take the next five years of your life, tear it up, throw it in your face. Is that a positive reinforcement? And now we can begin. Oh, okay. But you know, it. she could purposely give him a bum steer, though. She's going to, you, you know, were saying. lay out a five-year plan. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. if she is not perhaps feeling that strongly about him, mm. she, she, she could actually say, well, you know, in the first year, sell everything. <laughs> you know, like, really, like, you know, screw up his to life. Me. What yeah. was uh, on the five-year plan? He wouldn't bit? tell me. Singing Nick Lachey songs. <laughs> In public, a, that'd be the first two years. recording contract. <laughs> okay, now, here's uh, the thing, though. <laughs> Today's Talkback Mountain topic is, according to my sheet here, have mm. you gone out with a nutbag? Yeah. So you're implying that John's girlfriend is a nutbag? I'm implying John's a nutbag. Okay. And she's a fool right. taking him on. Have you ever gone? I now, this is why, because this is the, the way that he picked her up mm. is he saw her at a bar, he walked over and told her that she looked like an actress that he'd made up. <laughs> 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 and when she asked... And when she asked, who is that? He's like, oh, yeah, she's, um, she's on SBS. So then, she, so then she goes to IMDb and tries to get this girl's details. Oh, really? So John had to come up with, oh, well, I'm not really sure how to spell her last name. I, thought, I don't think she's been in much lately. Well, it <laughs> sounds know. like two nutbags have found each other. It's great on a first date when somebody's going to the internet to check out the veracity of the information you're providing. That's off to a good start. And by the way, this is what I think of your 10-year plan. <laughs> That's going well. But, okay, <laughs> have you ever gone out with a nutbag? I don't think I ever have. You I've... would have been the nutbag, Tony. Yes, I would have been the nutbag, and you've heard, you know, what we do in our marriage, so <laughs> that's pretty nutty. <laughs> According to you, I don't think there's anything weird about driving around, finding lookalikes for your dog. I, I... <laughs> Seems normal to me. What about you, uh, No, I thought about that last night. Sorry, mm. just one second. You know you said, oh, you go along and you say, the next dog that we see yeah. is having an affair with our dog. That's right. I was thinking about it last night, and I reckon what you guys do is after you've all had a laugh about it, do you then talk to the dog no. as if it's been having the affair and like, oh, having fun with the poodle, I would no. be. Woo, woo, woo. That would be insane. <laughs> that would be nutbag country right there. Have you gone out with a nutbag, Ed Cavalier? Yeah, mostly. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, mostly nutbags. But not funny nutbags. I've never kind seen of someone... scarring types. Editing what they're going to say in their <laughs> yeah, head I... so quickly. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was a bit of nutty gear last year, but you're probably not ready to talk oh, about it yet. Situation X. Yeah, we'll talk about yeah. Situation X maybe. Yeah. I I reckon... know, you, know, you know when things are going well? Yeah. My, my new benchmark for knowing things are going well yeah. is when you're washing spew <laughs> off the car of a girl at 3am that you're not going out with. 
That's nutty. Nutbag territory. That is Ed came in. That's how you know. That was the day, if you remember last year, where Ed was a bit stroppy on Ed. Yeah, there was two weeks there. Wasn't happy. Came in one morning. He's going, I'm wiping spew off her car at three in the morning, and apparently we're not actually going out. Oh, dear. That's boyfriend territory. Yeah. Oh, Definitely. thanks, Rich. No, but when oh, you're in really love... Rich? When you're in love, you're fine with doing that. But, yeah, yeah. yeah if you're just going out, if it's not oh, working... Is that right, Rich? Yeah, the the only I wouldn't have thought of that. <laughs> what about you, Marsman? Uh, yeah, no, I went out with a girl once uh, about 10 years ago, and um, we went out... What's and her name? I'm not going <laughs> to say her name. <laughs> and we were going to the movies, and she said, well, let's get some lollies from the Big W or the Woolworths, because yep. they're a lot cheaper there. Yeah. So we went and we got some packets of lollies, and, and we walked out, and then she opened up her jacket to reveal a whole bunch of stuff that she'd shoplifted. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, you know, Rexonas and, you know, expensive <laughs> deodorants <laughs> and items. shaving equipment. It was quite remarkable. I mean, I wasn't sure if it was sexy or kind of cool. That's kind uh, of was, there a, uh, was yeah. it a trench coat she had on? No, it was just, you know, like a woman's cardigan. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of exciting, Richard. I mean, that was yeah. potentially the start of a whole Bonnie and Clyde deal. It could have been. Yeah, That's what I was good. thinking. I was you tossing walked up. away. <laughs> I was tossing up whether or not it was it was nice or creepy. All just right. Okay. Mm. Are you dating a nutbag? Or, or have, have you? you? Maybe not are you. No, not are you. That could have you dated the nutbag? Yeah. Dob yourself in if you have to. And there is a fantastic prize! <laughs> <laughs> no, there isn't. Just testing in. No, sorry. Ed hasn't prepared a prize. He was hosing spew off his non-girlfriend's car. Call us now. Have you dated a nutbag? One triple three five three. That's midnight all. Let's get this on Triple M. No time for the theme. Let's get straight to the callers. Who's dating a nutbag? Ed Cavalli. Hello, Lisa. Hi, how are you? Uh, yeah, good, thanks. Um, what happened? Well, um, I, my ex was a compulsive liar, so he had heaps of awesome stories. Yeah. But my personal favourite was the day we went to the movies and he went out halfway through the movie and then came back, disappeared until the end, came back um, with his shirt undone and sort of huffing and puffing. And, oh, I was in this big fight and there were all these guys and blah, 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 blah. And then I thought about it later on because there were two buttons missing from his shirt that I sewed back on. I thought about it later and well, after I put it all together and realised he was lying and I thought, wow... You ripped the buttons off your own shirt. <laughs> so what do you think was... Well, firstly, can we ask what the film was? I actually don't remember. It was a long time ago. <laughs> was it Ghost so, yeah, in the Machine? Maybe it was that the film was really bad, yeah. Ah. <laughs> now, so tell me something. But what was he, what, what he, what was he doing? Um, I really don't know. I don't know actually what yeah, what he actually went off and did during the time. I think he probably just spent the time taking the buttons off his own shirt. No. Yeah. My goodness. There wasn't yeah, another woman waiting in another cinema. That's oh, not well, what you're implying. It could have been that too. I mean, I mm. actually, yeah, who knows with these things. So, yeah. <laughs> And did he announce at the beginning of the relationship that he was a compulsive liar? No, unfortunately, I think oh. I probably wouldn't have. Um, yeah, it was his going to jail that broke us up. There we oh, go. Well, that tends <laughs> to. Do you know what? No, it's nice. It's a nice clean break, Lisa. Yeah, you well, know? Yeah, although he didn't missing. think so. He still wanted to go out after yeah. he got out. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm sure he's probably losing a few buttons right now. There we go. Hello. Uh, thank you, Lisa. Hi, Jamie. How are you? I'm good, guys. Big fan of yours. Oh, good on you, sir. Thank you, thank you sir. What, what happened to you? Actually, it wasn't... At Actually, an ex-girlfriend. Uh, okay. Every time I'd say sort of something inappropriate or as a joke, she'd sort of smack me with a thong. Oh. Did she, hang on, but this, <laughs> Jamie, was this not a... She wasn't wearing the thong. She'd just carry it with her? No, nah, she never carried it with her. She had about, I don't know, say four pairs of different stylish sort of <laughs> pairs of thongs. Yeah. And then... Um, 
when the time, like I'd say something like, oh, geez, oh. yeah, I mean, look at look at the knocks on her or something like yeah. that. Oh. Just something <laughs> normal, you know what I mean? Just like normal conversation. What's her problem? <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, but as a joke, like she's yeah, the same joke. thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and she'd just like get her thong off and just give me a whack. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, there was a bit of a, there was a bit of arousal in your voice that last time you said it. I yeah. think you were into it, bro. Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. Not unless it was a bit, a bit of leather. Oh yeah. <laughs> the idea of a woman getting her thong off yeah. as soon as you mentioned the. That woman has fantastic looks. I, what the, is worst was, the worst was at the footy club. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. One of the boys. You don't want to get hit with a song at the footy club. That's this, what I... This wasn't something you'd requested, though, was it? No, not at all. No. Okay, no. okay. Thank you, uh, thank you, Jamie. I love it how we all went quiet at the mention of a footy club. None of us have ever been a member. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, hello, Tristan. How are you? Yeah, I'm really good. How are you? You're good, mate. Which nutbag are you diving in? Oh, firstly, I, actually, I just thought of this. I think, Ed, you're stalking me at the moment. Oh, come on, bro. Look, just because I'm hanging outside your house with binoculars and a moustache, that's just being friendly. What's going yeah, on? Just, What's going on, Tristan? back from the, the United States, and you've been everywhere that I've just been. No. Is that right? Well, yeah. when Ed's out the front washing your own spew off your car, <laughs> you'll know that a relationship... He's so happy that I've brought it up. ...has developed. Okay, Tristan, we should not bag you dog again. Well, actually, I'm dubbing in myself. Good on you. going back about 10 years, so hopefully that gets me off the hook. No, no, no. but yeah, go for it. <laughs> yeah, I was um, having a, a kissing session uh, with, <laughs> with a, a young lady, <laughs> and uh, after a little while, found myself a little thirsty, got up, um, crossed to the desk, picked up my collectible KFC foghorn leghorn mug, yeah. dipped it into the fish tank and had a swig. Oh, oh well. Problem solved. Uh, can I interest you in a bowl of fish water, madam? <laughs> I can understand that with water restrictions, but this was 10 years ago. Yeah, it's going back a while. Tristan, uh, <laughs> how did it, uh, um, what, what happened? What happened? Well, she, uh, I think she made a, a quick excuse to leave and yeah. then didn't return my call. Oh, so it wasn't oh. until two years later when a friend of hers told me why she wasn't uh, returning my calls that I that I realised that that would have been mm. off-putting. Mm, well, if you're looking for a way to get out of a relationship in a hurry... Skull the fish tank. <laughs> <laughs> That's your go. Do we we don't really have time for anyone more in Kefali? Hi Campbell, how are you? Yeah, good day, mate. Good, thanks. What happened? Which who are you dobbing in? Uh, I'm dobbing in my ex girlfriend. Okay. Um, she was an absolute psycho. Good. We discovered about uh, three months into the relationship, me and my other roommates, that she'd been uh, knocking off all our stuff and selling it. <laughs> oh, selling wow. it. So what kind of what kind of gear are we talking about? Oh, we're talking about money for my other flatmate's girlfriend going overseas. She took all that and she took uh, all her friends' necklaces and jewellery and took our stuff and, yeah. She's not the person sending out these uh, emails about investing in gold, is she? (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like her work. Well, possibly. Campbell, that's... Well, man, I don't know what to say. That sucks. But, you know, how did you work it out? Uh, we actually, we had some stuff go missing from my uh, flatmate's girlfriend's 21st. Yeah. And we went down to the pub to see on the security footage who was taking it, and, and it was her. Oh, wow. That's like yeah. real, like, detective work, man. That's You should open an agency. Have a look at this wonderful footage of my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I treasure this footage. <laughs> the can memories. We, can we yeah. see it again? Uh, thank you, everyone. <laughs> Thanks to everyone who called. Uh, I understand the second hour of the program is already over oh, somehow. that's good news. Well, but it's been fun. we're still going to have news, and then Ryan Shelton on Get This. Get This. In my view, is um, uh, certainly... Uh, an issue that I feel greatly embarrassed by. Brought to you by As Yet Nobody. 
want cause I can If I don't because I wanna Are we running light? Be ignored by the stiff and Break the bored Because I'm gonna <laughs> Alright, I'll get through this in a hurry It's the second big hour of Get This, the lunch hour Ryan Shelton's here, give him a round Bring the Hi, everybody. Yeah. Hi. He's dressed for summer. I am. Who wears short shorts? Well, these are just regular board shorts. They are, well, they're slightly shorter. Yeah. They're not the long variety that you see on Bondi, guys. Oh, come on. But they are, but, you know, they, they get comments everywhere. No, you know what they do? When you sit down, they ride. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they're suitable for flag waving. <laughs> they're an amazing pair of shorts where they're slacks when I'm standing out. They tend to speedos when I sit yeah. down. Rise in considerably. We have important issues to get through in this hour. I yep. wish I could remember what they were, but we're certainly going to be asking, who are you secretly a fan mm. of? That's an important question. We're going to find out what uh, happened. The Ro- Russian poker player gambled away his wife. <laughs> and, of course, we might finally get to that story about the bloke who had a contract taken out on his own dog. Oh, it's all coming up in the second hour of Get This. All right, that's enough out of you, Gavin DeGraw. It's the second hour of Get This on Triple M, and I think a fake round of applause is called for because Ryan Shelton's here. Another one. Yeah, Everyone gets two now. A double applause. Mm, one for you, one for the shorts. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that deserves a standing an, applause. Well, can short. we get another round of applause for the alluring upper thigh, which I'm forced to endure? <laughs> yes. Okay, yes. That'll be up on the website. Bang. Actually, you know what deserves... I don't want to over-applause the show, but even just a, a golf clap is my pimp watch. Oh. Which, uh, <laughs> Look at that. Yeah, I, it's hard. It's very hard to explain on radio. It's a visual show, Ruth. But, uh, yeah, I bought a, a watch when I went to Tokyo over the break, mm. and uh, it uh, is called a pimp watch. Fair How nice. do we know, though? Because it flashes up. It flashes every now well, and yeah, each, each day. I bought it in, in Tokyo, and when I... When I got the manual and I read the manual about how to work it and stuff, because mm. it's it's all it's kind of like the sort of futuristic thing. It's kind of like if you're in the seventies, it's their idea of the future. Absolutely right. Oh, Flashing yes. lights, yeah, yes. and it flashes randomly between six p.m. and one a.m. Right, just whenever. And I was like, that's a bit weird. I wonder why. I wonder why they do that. And so I read the manual and said it will flash between six p.m. and one a.m. because <laughs> this is considered to be pimp time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Japanese pimp time? Eastern pimp yeah, time. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that should be the name of this show. Pimp time. Pimp time. Yeah. Pimp yeah. time. Okay. I like it. Mm. The sev- I remember when the digital watch came out in the 70s. Was it big? Was it a big deal? It was a big deal, but the buttons were so sharp. It was like, <laughs> check out the date. Ow! <laughs> Quickly look! Are you still wearing one you got in the 70s? No, this is the uh, standard Casio that I've been wearing. This model, they keep making it. Why do you get that particular model? Because it has the stopwatch on. What do you need that for? <laughs> Uh, when you've worked in radio a bit longer, Ed, <laughs> you'll know why you need a stopwatch. <laughs> have a look at the clock up there. Yeah? That's because you don't have a stopwatch. All right, then. It's my fault, is it? I imagine the first digital watches in the call. 70s yeah. would have, like, big battery packs on the back, like <laughs> yes. the old mobile phones. <laughs> right. crank. There was a calculator that you needed a needle <laughs> to operate with. That was very fancy. But, hey, Ryan, of course, uh, featured in Real Stories, seen on mm. Channel 10 last Killed year. Killed in Real Stories. Yeah. Two of my funniest things I saw on TV last year were you as the uh, carer who couldn't stop giggling oh, at yeah. the people he was looking after and the easily distracted lawyer oh, who I figure yeah. oh. you know with all these legal shows these law and order shows mm. surely the easily distracted lawyer would be a, a bad. You know, another yeah, house for Channel 10 I would have thought That's, I want to write a spec for some show over That's in good spin off spec script I've just written I've just read a book about American television mm. and um, now I throw industry terms around mm. like I know what they mean mm. so yeah spec script mm. I'm going to write one with Lachlan Locke involved <laughs> 
<laughs> that was your character. That was the character. Going oh, out good. in New Zealand, I hear this. Show. Yeah, it's uh, we New Zealand is showing it for mm. some reason, and there it's starting tonight on TV three. <laughs> Hello okay. to our New Zealand listeners. Hello to our New Zealand listener. Uh, and also, <laughs> if anyone's getting on a plane and going to New Zealand today, yes. You could also watch it. You oh, also... look, when you're on the planes, that's when you've made it. Well, you know what? It was funny. I was coming home from my overseas trip, mm. and Thank God You're Here was, mm. was, is on the planes. Mm. And I uh, oh, watch Thank God You're Here. And, um, is it you? And it was me. Oh! Yeah. And, but I, and I thought, I wasn't sure whether to watch it, because I wasn't, cause it was one of those on-demand, in-your-seat yeah, Right, yes. And I wasn't sure whether to watch it, because I thought, that'd, that'd be kind of cool to see yeah. it yourself yeah, on yeah, a plane. Yeah. But I didn't want anyone to catch me See, watching. That's why no, I don't watch it as well. You don't yeah. want to be that guy. No. I didn't want the person next to me to look around and go, that's all. you're not watching yourself. <laughs> Excuse me, Stuart, can I change seats? This guy's watching himself. <laughs> See, there's two things you do in there. Either you ignore it completely, mm. face down in a magazine, yeah. hopefully you're sitting at the back, or go the other way and just kill yourself and everything you do. <laughs> Have you seen this guy? <laughs> Check this bloke out. <laughs> Anything in between and you look like an idiot. Master. Well, you know, actually, something you might... Uh, appreciate Tony. Uh, everyone might appreciate it, but um, I was speaking to a girl the other week and told oh, her about yeah. how it was well, just a friend uh, that is a girl, but not a girlfriend. Um, so I was just and we we're chatting. I told her how it's going to show in New Zealand, and she said, um, and she goes, and it was quite funny, adorable. She said, um, oh, so they're showing in New Zealand. Does that mean they're going to have to like dub the accents in New Zealand? <laughs> And she was deadly serious. I mean, f- uh, until I sort of started laughing and then she kind of figured out that was a stupid thing to say and then we both laughed. But <laughs> until that moment, she was actually asking this, right. a, a real question. Jeez. I would like to think that everything could be dubbed into a New Zealand accent. <laughs> yeah. so Russell Crowe's work in the new film, do you think? The Onsider. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, have we got time for sports or are we running that late? Let's have a song. I want to hear that. Just can we play that clip to Ryan? Have you uh, ever been involved in a Mexican wave? It goes on at the sports, Uh, I'm told. I don't like them because, well, mainly because, well, I'll probably stitch myself up by saying this, but I hate audience participation. Oh, yeah. Well, it's been banned, so you'll be happy. That's great. Because of accidents like this, which happened to uh, somebody at the MCG last weekend. He was hit full on in the face by a pie that was thrown during a Mexican wave. Now, I ask you, is that the sort of behaviour that we as Victorians want to condone in cricket? He was hit (laughs) full on by a pie in the face. That is exactly the sort of stuff you want to encourage in Mm. cricket, I Mm. think. Because he's asked the question. Yeah. Now I ask you. Yeah. I lo- now but I ask you, Your Honour. Now, what is your problem with this, Richard? Well, it just takes so much of the fun out of the sport. I mean, mm. often, I mean, especially cricket. There's there's many many lulls mm. oh, in yeah, a game yeah, of yeah. cricket. So now there's no Mexican waves. Uh, you can't bring drink. You know, obviously, there's no alcohol. You can't yeah, beach balls for mid strength. So people are now beach forced balls. to just sit there and watch that sport. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, nightmare. Do you know what that's seems to have bad. gone out of fashion? The watermelon helmet. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, that's a good look. A couple of guys sitting there, and the Viking is the best one. So I saw oh, someone yeah. once with the uh, with the full full length watermelon helmet and just a little Viking oh, the bit nose over the protector. nose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, <laughs> while we're in a sporting mode, we're actually going to talk golf. Yeah, for real. I better learn what it is. It won't take very long. Like Tiger Woods golf on, on Xbox. No, we real golf. We, we found Australia's gag man of golf. Oh yeah, and we're going to talk about him next. I'll get this. Get this. It dates back more than four and a half thousand years. Brought to you by As Yet Nobody. Get this. Triple M. I don't really. I like Tiger Woods golf on, on Xbox. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I don't. It's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I find it kind of 
boring to watch. Mm. Probably because I don't understand it. No. So I don't know anything about golf, but what gets my attention in sports is when someone sticks their hand up and says, mm. I'm going to be the gag man of this sport. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a golfer from uh, Queensland called Henry Epstein mm. who, you know, can like he can get a ball and just, you know, tap it, a golf ball oh, on his yeah, foot yeah. for about two hours continuously right. while executing some kind of shot. Right. And listen to what he does with his clubs. Henry's clubs are certainly impressive. Each one gripped by a beautiful woman, a Kylie <laughs> four iron, a Jen Hawkins one wood, a oh. Pam Anderson six iron. 158, you got to ask for Pam. <laughs> <laughs> the clown prince. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's that a job is. for Pam. <laughs> and it's Pam. And it's Pam. I'm not going to get out of this bunker without Jennifer Hawkins. <laughs> Give her to me. <laughs> All right, that's golf covered. <laughs> that's golf covered. That is certainly golf covered. Jeez, uh, people are calling in saying, what about the podcast this year, guys? We're going to be, uh, I think there's one going up today. Our first podcast for the year. So there's... Uh, What's in it? Oh, what is in there? Well, just things we said earlier in the week, Ed. That's how it operates. Okay, good. A bit of John Cooper Clark. Great. A bit of, um, oh, Richard Marsden. Great. Doing unnecessary things with the Australian flag. That's that kind true. of stuff. That's yeah, true. A bit of Fleety. Fleety Fleety's going to be there? Oh, I don't think we got to Fleety. Didn't get to no, no. That'll need a separate fleet cast, yep. I'm guessing. And uh, Luke Coghill not only says, when's the podcast coming back, he'd like to thank us for putting him onto the Kentucky Fried movie. Oh. OMG, he says. <laughs> OMG, it is so freaking funny. Uh, Can I add LOL to that? No, <laughs> well, no about that. Uh, good on you, sir. Yeah. Great move. See, we're helping people. Sure are. Capril, that's going to help someone. Yep. Actually, I could put people onto something else if they want. And something I just discovered the other day, and you guys might have seen it, but Tom Green has started his own Tonight Show, a chat show, really? live on the internet. Really? That's it quite interesting. great. You've got to watch it. He does it live. Um, in a, it's in a, it's live all around the world, obviously, because it's on, on the internet. But he's got his own channel. Like, it's called The Channel, the Tom Green, The Channel. Right. And he broadcasts live, and he's set up a studio, like a TV studio in his house with, like, an eight-camera setup. He's got all these cameras, and they, they do it live. It's amazing. And so wow. he has a guest that sits through the whole show. So they had Bob Saget sat through a whole show, Norm MacDonald, and it is... It's uncensored. And has he gone back to his roots, eating worms, firebombing his dad's car, that well, kind no, of gear? He plays more of the straight man. Like he oh, sort of, yeah. It's sort of like a slightly bizarro Letterman. Well, because I know he, he did a, one on MTV, didn't he, briefly? Yes. He did like seven episodes or right. something, and it, apparently it was really great. And then they asked it, so he said, yeah, I'm going to take it to the net. Well, that's yeah. the great thing, is all language. I it's, think it's amazing. I think I saw him buying a uh, clothes basket in New York. <laughs> really? Oh, so this would really? be a celebrity sighting. Yeah, now that you mention it, I, I completely th- forgot about Nobody it. Nobody goes to New York without seeing a celebrity. Yeah, I saw Tim Robbins in the Sharper Image. Oh, Sweet. Mm, right. Yeah. yeah. Was he... We didn't chat was he with at all. Sean Penn? <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's be honest. The actors gang. <laughs> all right, let's have some music, and then we'll be back to talk about who are you secretly a mm. fan of. That's coming up next on Get This. That'd be Blur here at Get This on Triple M. Ryan Shelton is with us and all through today's show we're... Holding women's underwear like trophies. <laughs> is that what John Farnham does? Apparently so. Following that story... What's he done? Well, I don't know. You've got John Farnham's manager in one courtroom mm. and you've got uh, Kiri Takanawa next mm. door bagging out John Farnham. Mm. Uh, I understand that someone in this room is a big fan of John Farnham. Is that what we're suggesting here ah, today? All right, here we go. <laughs> is that you? Is it Ryan? Ambush. <laughs> wasn't prepared for this. Um, yeah, I am actually. I love John Farnham. Hmm? I love. I l- well, I love him. I do love. Actually, no. You know what? 
Stuff it. I do love him. Oh. I love John Farnham. You're not in the typical demographic of the John Farnham fan. I mean, I know he reaches all people and is a wonderful entertainer and a great singer. But you know what? I <laughs> See, I can't believe... Yeah, see... I've grown up with him, and I used to go to all of his concerts with, my, with his family. With, my, with, his, with his family? With, with my family. <laughs> Were you like Nudge in the Farnham house? <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah, me and the Farnham's like an unfilmed sitcom. Oh. No, it, yeah, I, I, used to, I, just, I just love his songs. What's your favourite? Oh, um, Your Voice. Yeah, oh. yeah, you know it. I saw him with the uh, Sydney Symphony Orchestra. Mm. Brought the house down. Yeah. And a lady went up and, and gave him some underwear, but it was like it was a magic trick because yeah. she was wearing a coat. And then he just kept walking, and then more and more underwear came out of this lady's coat <laughs> oh, until it stretched the length of the stage. See, that's what Kerry DeCarter was talking about. Um, so the, the cheesiness of that is, I just love that yeah. side Perfect, of it. Perfect, isn't it? It's it? great. I was in a video, a John Farnham video. Once. You were? No, you yeah, weren't. me and Mick Malloy, it's like a five-second shot of us attempting to teach him to do the achy, breaky heart dance. Oh, wow. It wasn't one of his most memorable videos. Which one? Was it in Burn For You? It was appropriately titled, Seemed Like A Good Idea At The Time. (laughs) Remember that clip? Seemed Like A Good Idea At The Time. You know, he's got the... I hear these rumours that he's been offered to, to be the front man of Queen. Because he has the same oh, vocal range yeah, as yeah. Freddie Mercury, and it's a very rare vocal range. Only Marsland, uh, <laughs> Freddie, and Farnham have it. But will he yeah. have to adopt the moustache and posturing? And teeth. Hmm. And capes. And lifestyle. I heard, I heard that um, uh, Queen was going to be fronted by J.D. Fortune. I thought he was just going to... Yeah. Oh, really? I thought he was just going to do all the bands. Captain Pout! <laughs> Uh, and Justin Hawkins from The Darkness apparently has the same range uh-huh. as well. So oh, he could yeah. do it, which would be good. What are we talking about here? Who's Who? a secret fan of? I'm a secret fan of Kenny Loggins. Oh, are you just? Yeah. Why is that? Well, obviously from Caddyshack. From, from the world of Caddyshack. Oh, yes, true. Amazing way to finish a film. Footloose. Uh, Footloose. Uh, I didn't know. Uh, he lost me at Footloose. <laughs> See, I can't, I can't picture Kenny Loggins. Some, I can't get Leroy Loggins out of my head. He used to play for the, the Brisbane 36ers. Bullets. Fire, no, oh. Whoa, hang on. He played for the Brisbane Bullets. Didn't he play for both? I think he spent his whole career at the Bullets. Oh. <laughs> well, that's probably a conversation we can have off it. Yeah. <laughs> Richard Marsland, who are you as secretly a fan of? Can I keep it on the music tip and say that I really like Banana Rama every well, now and again? Everybody does, man. Yeah, that's hardly. Yeah, but it's, you know, Stock Aiken and Waterman country and it's a little You're bit... You're going to have to go deeper than that, yeah. Rich. Who are you? Everybody likes Banana Rama. A fan of. <laughs> Come on, Rich. Dolly Parton. Oh, oh okay. everyone likes Dolly Everyone Parton. likes Dolly Parton. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, nine to five is no matter what Jolene. Like Jolene, terrific yeah. song. I'll tell you who I'm secretly a fan of. <laughs> Jim from EastEnders. If you watch EastEnders on UK Jim. TV, he's the character who talks like this and you just, uh, yes. you know it's not his real voice. You know the guy probably gets home of an evening and says, yeah, it's another terrifyingly <laughs> sourcing day on the set of, <laughs> tonight. of EastEnders. And then he gets onto the set and says, oh, cool, blimey, what are you doing? You're not cooking that up, are you? It's not bleeding well. Oh, apples and pears. What are you bleeding well feeding? And is he dodgy on EastEnders? He, everyone's dodgy on EastEnders. Uh, yeah. UK TV, no, move to seven o'clock of okay. an evening. Yeah. yeah, He would consider himself a character actor because of the accent. Yeah, of course. Absolutely yeah. right. Mm. If you're a character actor, you have to have two photographs taken for showcast, which is the guide that all actors... It's oh, like yeah, the yeah. yellow pages if you need an actor. Yeah. One sort of leaning on the hand mm-hmm. looking serious, and then a character shot. Mm. Like with a hat. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know what? I was looking through... You know, looking through casting books yes. is a great group activity. <laughs> yeah, it's good fun. It's mm. a lot of fun. It's also... <laughs> how to put this... Trolling for chicks? Yeah. Yep. 
What's really seen, good for not, that? Okay. I've seen that you is, do it. I haven't. Right. Yeah. Never thought of that, but okay. Sorry, but <laughs> it, but it does happen. Well, what are uh, you bleeding thinking uh, now? Uh, I, t- <laughs> I tell you someone who I saw who's not a fan of somebody is uh, the lady sitting next to me on the plane on the way home, Rye. Right. She's not a fan of Deborah Hutton. Uh, oh. The screen came down. <laughs> Deborah popped up. Who, who doesn't like? Who even has an opinion about well, Deborah? I, I, see, I don't. I was like, yeah, Deborah Hutton, okay, that's fine. Yeah, she's kind of like, a, yeah, she's kind of like wool. You know, she's kind of useful, but yeah, uh, like wool. And then, and then, and then, anyway, so she pops up. She pops up on the screen, and the lady sitting next to me had the blanket up around her, up around her neck, and she was quite. She was sort of half asleep. She jolts back in her chair and turns to me and goes, "What is that?" <laughs> It's a wool woman. <laughs> That's some wool, uh, madam. Okay, we need to know who you're a secret fan of. Don't be embarrassed. Come on. We're not here to laugh at you. Use a fake name if you have to. <laughs> Call us now. Oh, hang on. Richard Marson's having technical problems. Are we meant to fill? Hey, okay. What was okay. going on there? <laughs> it was just a... It doesn't matter. It's too, too technical to explain. One triple three five three. Give us a call now. <laughs> this is the guy that we're going to poach for the shebang. <laughs> Can you believe that? It was a bidding war for this guy. <laughs> As you said, one triple three five three. Get this. There's been problems with the brakes. There were problems with the doors. Brought to you by As Yet Nobody. Let's get this around the nation. What are we asking today? Who are you secretly mm. a fan of? Who have we got on the line here? Uh, I don't know. I've got the wrong screen up. Ryan Shelton's here. Hi, Lisa. Lisa. Hello. On board. How are you? Uh, what are you, who are you secretly a fan of, Lisa? Okay, well, all of my hipster friends and I decided to go to um, a Van Halen tribute band called In- Inhalen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I genuinely liked it. Really? I love the big hair band. Did we speak to you the other day, Lisa? Maybe. Oh. Yes. And that makes it even more painful. Oh. You're that goth chick, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> the shame. What is the goth chick doing at the David Lee Roth? It's Tony the Sickness. I love it. Mm. They're all there going, oh, <laughs> you know, why can't this be love indeed? Mm. And I'm just banging out hot for teacher, yeah. just playing my air guitar. Good on you. Goth, not La Roth. That should be your <laughs> motto. <laughs> <laughs> should be your motto. Thank you, Lisa. <laughs> Who have we got there? Is hi, that- hi, Ryan. Oh. Hi, Ryan. How are you? How are you going? Mm, good, thanks. Uh, who are you secretly a fan of, bro? Uh, John Stamos. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is this right. because of his acting ability or choice of wives? Um, I think it's the fact that not only was he Uncle Jesse in mm. Full House, but also later on the drummer for the Beach Boys. Absolutely, it was. Yeah, that's right. Oh, Kokomo period. It's an amazing career. I reckon he still sleeps in that leather jacket. Do you? Yeah, I reckon. I feel like he wore it as a character, but I feel like he still wears it now yeah, yeah, as, like, yeah, as yeah. John Stamos. As John Stamos. <laughs> and what do you think went wrong with the marriage with Rebecca Roman Stamos there? She finally oh. saw the old tape. <laughs> what it was? Realised which John Stamos he yeah. was? That guy! <laughs> oh, Poor uh, bloke, he'll never get to see her blue and nude again. Ah, well. Apparently he's recently uh, performed in a made-for-TV movie where he plays a gay wedding planner called Wedding Wars. Oh, <laughs> he's How coming. do you know that? Uh, I'm a Wikipedian. Yeah, oh, Wikipedian. <laughs> a Wikipedian. <laughs> Wikipedians, we've got them all. Who's next? Hello, Paul. Paul? Yeah, good. Who are you a fan of? Oh, Yanni. Oh, Yanni. <laughs> How big a fan? <laughs> Oh, I got the DVD. Oh, wow. <laughs> What's it called? Live at the Acropolis? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's really talking into his chest, isn't he, revealing this information? Uh, tell me Yanni? something, Paul. Um, what, what, what got you into Yarni? Um, well, probably a doco on SBS late at night. Is that right? I feel like I feel like depends because I feel like Yarni Live at the Acropolis is something you'd find as a cheap DVD. But did you pay full price for it, or did you get it for like twelve ninety eight? 
Oh, it's actually my old man, so... Oh, hand ah. me down. When no one's at home, get it out. You know? Oh, right, OK. <laughs> What's your favourite tune? <laughs> Um, don't have a certain favourite tune. It's the whole experience. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> you it's, can't it's, choose just It's one. the world he creates, isn't it? Well, Tom Selleck, Mo. We, <laughs> there's a lot more people on the line who are secret Thanks, fans Paul. of people. We're going to get to them all. Mm. Uh, let's have some music first, and we'll be back in a moment on Get This. That's well, Big Country here at Get This, and we love a band that does a song with the band's name in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wham Rap. Ice Ice Baby. Clarence Carter, stroking. There you go. And Five are going to rock you. And Triple M provide us with helpful biographical information what for do, each What do song we know here. about a big country? Well, you've got to read them before you read them out. Featuring guitarist, singer Stuart Adamson, who hung himself in Hawaii in 2001. Oh, come on, oh. mention that. It's a cheery fact of the day from the music department. Good on you. Today we're asking, who are you secretly a fan of? Ryan Shelton is here. He's seeking to be impressed by some name dropping. Go, Ed. Hi, Jared. Hey, how are you doing? Really good, sir. Who are you a fan of? Well, I've been wanting to tell you guys about uh, you guys about this for ages, and I raise your Kenny Loggins. Mm. I raise you a Michael McDonald. Oh, Michael mm. McDonald. Well, I, I need Tony to be told Loggins. who that is. Oh, yeah, Jared. See, that's in. embarrassing. Isn't you, that, you guys don't know. That's the bloke who, you know, uh, Steve Carell's mate is watching in the shop in the 40-year-old virgin. Is that right? Oh, listen, I don't even know that. That's oh, too new for me. Yeah. I think that's I'm him. talking about Michael McDonald's who collaborated with Kenny Loggins before oh. Kenny Loggins uh, abandoned the smooth music fraternity and went to Hollywood to do Caddyshack. Oh, right. And it's all documented in this TV show or internet TV show called Yacht Rock, which I've been trying oh, to get you guys onto, and I posted it on your MySpace page, yes. and I got no love. No, no, hang on, Jared. No, <laughs> no, 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 Jared, come on, let's not argue. Yacht okay. Rock. No, yeah, you know what you are? You're absolutely right. Right, this is something I've neglected, but I promise I'm going to go away. Not because it. it brings together your love of Kenny Loggins, yep. my love of Michael McDonald, yep. and Toto, and Toto which I had an association with. That's I an know. awful and lot of love. And Michael Jackson. <laughs> Pastel shirts are go-go. I know. I hear it's, what you're saying. Yeah, it's guys right, with beards and sailor hats. It's oh, incredible. All right. All right. <laughs> we'll right, get that sorted out. Who, can we talk? You sold me with the beards. Uh, hello, Lindsay. Hi. How are you? Really good. Who are you a secret fan of? I'm um, a major fan of Freddie Mercury. Oh, well, there's a lot of Freddie Mercury fans oh, out yeah. there. And, what, and yeah. to what lengths have you gone? Um, well, I've recently seen a DVD when they played in Wimbledon, and I thought it was the most fantastic live performance that I've ever seen played on DVD. Mm. And I was shopping around, and I found an 18-inch Freddie Mercury doll from that show, oh. and it sings. So Did, I paid oh, up to right. 100 bucks to buy that. All right, have, you, have you got it there? Uh, no, I don't. I'm oh. too scared to take it out of the box. Oh, okay. Ah, well I can't done. play with it. Yeah. <laughs> and have you heard it sing? Is it how is it close? Does it sound good? No, I haven't heard it sing. Because you haven't taken it out of the box? No, like it's sticky taped and everything. I'm too scared to take the sticky tape off. Yes. Lindsay, well. are you hoping this is going to increase in value? Is that the idea? Uh, well, my, my mother actually has a couple of old LP records of Queen's. Mm. So if it's a package, maybe so, but I want to hold on to it for a few years. It's like a gift basket. Well, <laughs> the great thing is the Freddie Mercury doll is going to do all its own singing. It's not going to be like that Ashley Simpson doll where it's another doll <laughs> standing behind a screen doing all the legwork. <laughs> who uh, else is a big fan of No, somebody? that's it. We're done. I'll tell you who I'm a big fan of. Listen Thanks, to this, Lindsay. guys. Lee Simon. I'm Tri a big fan of Lee oh, Simon. Yeah. Triple M royalty. Not only just because of the, uh, you know, yeah, his people he wanders past with. Yeah. yeah. At the very, just before we went to air, Lee Simon wandered past the studio oh. with... 
an incredibly hot babe. Wow. And Co- co-host for much of next week, I think. How long before we get off here, before <laughs> yeah. Ed Cavalier is in Lee's office? I reckon 12 seconds. <laughs> I could have that down to six, Tone. You let me go early. <laughs> Lee has dropped... Listen to this wonderful story from Melbourne. June Middleton, a lifelong Carlton supporter, mm. is celebrating the world record for the longest period to be reliant on an iron lung. 57 years. Gosh. There was a special function uh, at uh, MC Labor Park this morning. I'm not sure what that is. It's no, a sporting right. ground, I'm assuming. Yeah. <laughs> 57 years in an iron lung. See, I'm, I'm just reading the story now. I realise it's for a medical reason. I yeah. thought it was just a record break attempt. <laughs> <laughs> 56 years. Is that the record yet? No, another year in here. <laughs> so well done, Thank June you, Middleton. Thank you, Lee. Thank you, Lee. And you know what? Lee's your man for all football-related iron lung stories. <laughs> Great, if you want one, that's your man. <laughs> hey, let's wrap this show up properly. The first week of the new format. Yeah. It's been a pretty good dress rehearsal, I reckon. I think it's been great. I reckon we might... going to air next week will be right. Yeah, the co-hosts have been great. Great, really good. From our end, I reckon we'll have a show. Oh. About middle of next week. Yeah, sorry, I was distracted by uh, a piece of paper. Emergency, uh... Happy birthday, Cecilia. Oh, Cecilia what? on the phones. Give oh, her yes. a fake is round. That, is that, uh, yes, is that yes, today? Joining us on the phones this year. On Sunday. Look, if you want to send her a present, listeners, <laughs> help us out, because we probably won't get her one. <laughs> it's that kind of program. Yeah. We'll be back to wrap it up next on Get This. That's Wolf Mother, the Joker and the Thief here at Get This, winding up for our first week of the year in the new format and the new time. Ryan Shelton is here. Mm. Just been on your Wikipedia page, Ryan. Oh, yeah. Listen to this. Uh, Mr. X from the Mr. X and Mr. Y Don't have radio. to call them that anymore, do we? Really? No. Nah. Right. Hamish Blake yeah. has described <laughs> Ryan Shelton as being a thrifty person. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, that's true. I.e., that's he is safe. very cautious when spending oh, yeah. his own money. What? Oh, that's under the trivia section. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so that makes sense. But it doesn't necessarily mean it's not true. Well, no, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I could be. I don't know. I can't really tell. But he told me he that must have talked he... about it on radio or something. Well, he told me that the thing you were most excited about in your whole overseas trip <laughs> was going to go into the Qantas Club. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Qantas Club is incredible. Tokyo, not so much. Oh, Vegas, no, not no, so no, much. No, they, they, Qantas they, they, Club. They were good. <laughs> but, but the Qantas Club, have you guys ever been to the Qantas Club? I went once. <laughs> yeah. oh, it oh, is done. an experience. Yeah. Yeah. Free food. They've got You'd free like cereal. You wouldn't I ate like the house and really? No, you know, yeah. the Heathrow Qantas Club, really? or, which is actually the British Airways yeah. Club. Okay. You, Ed. What are we talking? Love it. Oh, Ro- just rotisserie? Buffet. Really? Yeah. Hot food? Hot, cold salads, carbohydrate salads. Watery salads. Fountain drinks? Um, yeah, I think there's orange juice on fountain. <laughs> well, it's good to know. Mm. One of our uh, regulars on the show, Michael Ward, yes. writer Michael Ward, yes. is in the new Qantas head just for one second, just sitting on a plane, ah. enjoying the peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> we'll ask him what that's about when he comes in. Drawing Remember, the Hutton vision. <laughs> yesterday we were talking about that brothel that opened in Cairns, and I was Hello saying... everyone there at the moment. Well, see, I was going, well, Cairns, we're not heard there. Oh, okay. I forgot about the internet. One Eater has written to us saying, I love your show. I heard you mention you're not heard in Cairns, but I listen every day online because the radio here is so awful. Mm. Thanks for keeping me up to date on the issue in Cairns. I didn't know a brothel had been opened. So there you go. There you go. (laughs) We're helping out. (laughs) Community service. Wait a second. We're not only helping One Eater hear some good radio. We're helping brothel knowledge... All through North Queensland. Yeah. People will be travelling from all over. <laughs> Brothel awareness is through the roof, thanks to us. <laughs> uh, still, people are writing in saying we've had enough talk of upskirting. I think we've uh, thrashed Come that on. a bit this week. Come on. The upskirting talk. But as I pointed out the other day, I just ran a VHS over random programming on TV. Uh-huh. 
And, you know, everyone's talking about it. After a hard day's upskirting, <laughs> you need an ice-cold beer. All this week on the Upskirt Network, from down blouse to our house. The Pentax Instamatic Brogue, available from Shoe Town and Ted's Cameras. Ice-skirt. The future of upskirting is here. Tonight on your ABC, the return of upskirts downskirts. Tonight, Mr. Hudson attempts to wheel a large portrait box under the many hooped petticoats of Lady Fortescue Brown. When you get caught on camera at next year's Australian Open, make sure you're looking your best with new hole-proof upskirt friendlies, flattering at any focal length. <laughs> I think that's enough on that topic. Have you started working on that sketch yet? Upskirts, downskirts? No. That's why the weekend was invented, Martin. <laughs> Good on you. Ryan, thanks for coming in. What do you have to plug? Real stories on DVD, I hear. Well, they'll be coming out soon. We're just sort of making the final touches now, but uh, we'll be out in the coming months. Absolutely. Right. Right. The coming months. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. optimistic. Said right. that for a year. It's our first week, so I must thank everybody. Richard Marsden on the yeah, button. Man. What about uh, Cecilia on the uh, phones? Bang up job. It's all put together by Nikki Hamilton, our producer, oh, and Matt Dower on the pots and pans. DJ Pots and Pans. Somewhere in the building. Mm. Who knows where he is? And yeah. uh, it Kevily, a pleasure as always. Tony, a pleasure to look at your skinny white arms as always. <laughs> That's what they're for. Being ogled. <laughs> uh, our key phrase today was something I think you said, Ed Cavalli, uh, that new month you're working on. Pre-op tranuary. Yes. <laughs> and we'll be back on Monday with Ross Noble. Right. Oh. oh, there'll be some fun facts. That's for sure, and it's all thanks to as yet nobody. All right.